Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Nicole. And I'm Gina. And today we are dishing out a taste test. We haven't done one in a long, long time, but today we're doing a taste test of granola bars. But first, a little catching up. Gee, what's going on? Yeah, not a whole lot. Uh, I guess officially it's our spring break. And when I say our, I mean, where I work, it's spring break, but I don't get, I don't get spring break off. It'll just be kind of low key. (laughs) But then also Paige, who's in elementary school now and the public school system does have spring break. And uh, Cameron still goes to school, but either way, you know, spring break, I, I kind of understand now why people go places on spring break because it's either go places or take the, the whole week off to watch your kids, right? <laughs> so thankful. But, but to me, traveling, and I've said this before, traveling over spring break or any holiday, it just sounds horrible, which is why we went to Disney, you know, a month ago. But I think maybe I'm already thinking about next year when the, when both kids have this week off because this this week we've actually managed to get someone to watch Paige for every single day. So she's going to spend some time with her, uh, my mother-in-law or Nick's mom. She's going to love that. And then some time with Nick and then some time with me. So we've kind of taken a, a couple days, each of us. So she'll we'll figure out some things to do. We've got some fun things planned. But I think next year when Cameron is also on spring break and it'll be harder to find someone to watch both of them, we might get like a cabin in Hocking Hills, which is a uh, just a, a nice wooded area in our in our uh, neck of the woods, about two hours north of here. And they have lots of great cabins and chalets and saunas and hot tubs. I've, I've been doing some research. So we're already planning next year because I just know that it's going to be more difficult next year when they're both off. Um, let's see. Other than that, not a whole, whole lot. I will, This is random, but... Are your girls into loom band bracelets? No, I don't even think you, I know what that is. I think you probably do. You, it's those little things that you, they look like little hair ties that are made of rubber and you put, they put them on their finger and then they just make bracelets or necklaces or rings or whatever. You've probably seen them. Yeah. Maybe your girls just aren't into them. Yeah. Yeah. Paige has been really into them lately. So she's making, I mean, <laughs> she could start her own company at this point and sell bracelets uh, but they're just fun. It, it, there's a she, we got her a giant variety pack of colors of these little these little rubber band things that she puts on her fingers, and then she makes a bunch of patterned bracelets and necklaces and chokers. She likes to call them. Uh, but that's been keeping her busy lately. Uh, so yeah, what's up with you guys? <sighs> um, this is like the calm before the storm. I think uh, April is crazy, and we are on a late spring break, so our spring break is until April. But next year, it's moving to March. So it's funny, like the dance studio this week, it was visiting week and they were like, okay, our spring break is week after next or like the 18th, which is probably the week after yours. Then this is, we're recording on the 12th of March. Um, and they were like, is anybody else in, in the other school district? And we were the only ones to raise our hands. And we were like, oh, okay. So I guess it's a good thing. Our school district is going, is bumping up spring break next year. Yeah. Um, but I guess for those looking for hot weather, it means you have to trip, you know, travel a bit further south. So that's not good. Yeah. Uh, but like you, we have never ventured out with our kids. We um, 
yeah, struggle through the crowds. Just just us. And we go to all inclusive places that are adult only, I should say, where we're not around other families. So yeah, our just, desire to travel over spring break is, is oh. yeah, it's a win-win because the kids aren't missing school and we're not dealing with all the families that are traveling. Right. But I understand, yeah, traveling with the kids over spring break sounds like a lot. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, the calm before the storm, I did just read, you had put it up on our Instagram, I don't know, a while ago, maybe yeah. nine, 12 months ago, the mother-in-law by, is it Sally Hepburn? Hep- Hep- no idea. I remember the book, but yeah. Don't quote me on that, but it's called the mother-in-law and it was really good. I think mm-hmm. you gave it five stars. I think I gave it four. It's hard for me to give a book five. I'm very stingy with my fives, but it was a very good book. I really, really, really liked it. And I should have seen the ending coming. I just didn't. Do you remember it? I <laughs> I do not remember the ending at all. In fact, I, I think that when I gave that rating, I was in my more liberal star stage. Uh-huh. Remember when you used to say that? And, and I, I've, I've become more conservative with my star giving. So I think I would have also given it a four. I do kind of forget the ending. And I feel like I remember... No, I, I don't. I don't remember the ending. I, I remember the story ish, but I, I, I won't give it away. Cover. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it's worth the read. It's worth the read. OK. Uh, I've been walking more at lunch a little bit and work has just been oddly slow. I don't know what is going on. It's like we just so I'm getting a lunch. It's weird. I'm like, what do I do with this time? So I've been even if it's crappy weather, I just read. Uh, which is really nice and relaxing. So gaining an hour of reading time a day is is good stuff. Um, and then super random, but I sent you this week, this guy on Instagram, the Australian sensation at will underscore par- parfit, I guess. He's a Channing Tatum lookalike. Yes. He is so yummy. In some of his stuff, he's a little too pretty for me. I'm I like a little bit more of a of a rough and rough and tumble guy, but that one video I sent you, Gina, I refuse to fast up to how many times I've watched that reel. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Um, it has to do with a chair <laughs> and some very impressive um, upper body strength. Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So if you're looking for somebody new to follow, uh, shamelessly follow Will underscore Parfit. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was, I, I was not expecting that when I opened uh, that Instagram uh, message that you sent me. Um, this is so yeah. random, but Mark was um, in my phone. I, I don't know. There was some text that came in. Anyway, he he was looking for something and he saw just the real like snapshot in my Instagram. I think I had sent it to you. I sent it to, I don't know, somebody I sent it to quite a few people because <laughs> it's not good. And so we're <laughs> in the freaking like, our kids dance studio, all the parents like sitting in a line and Mark's watching this like softcore porn. Um, <laughs> and, and I was like, Mark, it away. I mean, it wasn't making a noise or anything, but I was like, uh-huh. people are going to wonder what is this man watching? So he's like angling the phone away from like the sweet mom sitting to my left. Anyway, it was, it was just funny. Had to be there. Yeah, I had Nick watch it too. I, he watched it a couple of times. I think what he enjoyed he, it as think? well. Oh, oh I mean, okay. I think he was jealous of those moves. Oh, we're talking about big time. Oh. I should. I, I, yeah, I, don't I know the at this date. point. Yes. I, if you watch it, you're going to be like, what? But yeah, just watch it. I would not okay. be disappointed. <laughs> it's, it's short and sweet. We'll just say that. Yes. All right. So before we begin, just a quick favor to ask. Since you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us. And they really help us reach more people. And of course, we'd appreciate it. 
And Gina, I'm starting off our granola conversation, our granola show with putting you on the spot. What is the leading granola bar in the U.S. in terms of sales? Quaker. Do they make Nature Valley? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like the simple one that we had when we were growing up. Oh, like the Chewy Bar. Yeah, the, the Quaker Chewy Bar. But that's the, not right. It's Nature Valley, huh? Yeah, I'm going to go with a bonk. Actually, I, we have bars sitting here. Nature Valley. I don't believe Nature Valley is made by Quaker. Um, Either way, that wasn't my guess. My guess was the simple, chewy Quaker oat Yeah, bar. no, I don't even think that was in the top three. Wow. I know. Interesting. Meh, don't quote me on that. But anyway, you know, there's a lot of information out there on granola bars and, and their popularity. And really, their popularity stems from a, a few very simple reasons. Um, one being that many consider them a healthier alternative than, say, grabbing a candy bar or chips or something snacky, shelf-stable, something you would find in a vending machine. And we can probably agree um, that there are some nutritional merits there. There is also um, an increase just overall in snacking as a result of busier lives, less sit-down meals. So it's kind of this um, just on-the-go lifestyle that's lending to more snacking and Again, many people thinking granola bars, um, and I'm not saying they're not, we're going to discuss that today, but as a perhaps healthier alternative to other snack foods, that's kind of the the market of um, granola bars. That said, the pandemic, and this was interesting just in kind of researching for today's show, the pandemic has had a major impact on granola bar sales and the market has shifted a lot um, away from these snack bars and more towards like a meal replacement type bar more like a protein bar uh, that has a bit more in terms of the the protein macronutrient that provides so much satiety. So that was um, interesting to learn about. But if you think about just commuters and time away, people cooked more during the pandemic. They weren't eating out. They weren't on the go. That like just this huge downshift in life. Um, all very interesting. And if you're looking, we're not talking protein bars today, but if you want more information on protein bars, We did a really great episode. Uh, It was actually a long, long time ago. Episode 28. Wow. Uh, So almost 102 episodes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Which is kind of crazy, right? 102. Today's 130. Um, Yeah. So go on back and and listen to that. We did a really nice episode there. Um, Okay. So just kind of hopping into our, our discussion points here. Granola bars, we know, are snack foods and Parents often identify snacking as a perceived opportunity for improvement in their child's diet or perhaps their own. And I'm curious, we did touch on this a bit with Sally and a couple other episodes, uh, but do you, Gina, have any structure around snacks in your house or with your kids? Mm, Yeah. Generally, I mean, during the week is is the biggest time when I, I I don't know why I I fret about snacks. I I have to pack a snack for Paige to bring to school. I have to pack a snack for Cameron to bring to school, which is fine. And then when they get home is the time when I really, I don't worry about it, but I've noticed that when they eat more snack, when they get home at like four o'clock, even if we eat at six, they barely eat anything. So there is some structure around the after school snack where I generally tell them that it needs to be fruit or vegetable based because it's just not quite as filling and at least it's more nutrient dense. So I do try to uh, you know, I'll cut up kiwi or strawberries or slices of um, uh, bell pepper. Uh, so I, you know, yeah, that's that's the general rule is it needs to be a fruit or vegetable. It doesn't always end up like that. And I don't 
necessarily say that out loud. Like you can only have a fruit or a vegetable, but that's generally what I put out. Mm-hmm. And then during the weekends, I think is when it's actually more difficult because we're, you know, generally home or with them all day long. And I feel like they're just eating out of boredom a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so generally, you know, we, when it comes to snacking, I'll pack snacks with us if we're going somewhere like the zoo or even running errands uh, in case they get hungry between, you know, whatever we're doing. Uh, but my general goal or what I strive to do is only allow them to have snacks in between meals. So like plus or minus a couple hours. So if we're going to eat soon, no snack. But if, you know, it's maybe an, another hour and a half or two hours until our next meal, absolutely. Here's a snack. If you're hungry, eat a snack because we're not going to eat for a couple more hours. Uh, so, you know, pretty lax when it comes to rules there, but, um, you know, generally just in between meals as, as long as there's, you know, a good couple hours in between our next meal. I was going to ask you that about boredom, actually, because I have started to notice that the older my kids get is kind of like me. Kids are not exempt from these um, just behaviors and habits and tendencies that we have to eat more when we're bored. Um, yeah. And I guess my question on that would be, and, and I have some a little bit of structure too around um, snacking. I'll, I'll go into it in a minute. But do you notice, um, and I'm not, I, I'm not saying this in a judgmental way, but I notice that both technology and snacks are used as almost like a placating mechanism for children, particularly in public. Like, oh, you're wild. Here, have a snack. That'll keep you quiet mm-hmm. for a little bit. Do you think there? Do you think that's a a harmful behavior, a helpful behavior, pretty neutral. Any thoughts on it? I mean, or I do, do not notice harmful. it. I've definitely noticed it and I'm sure I've done it. Absolutely. But it is harmful because you're teaching your kids to, you know, use food out of boredom and boredom is essentially a feeling, a, um, what is the, uh, da, 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 da. it's an emotion, right? Uh, it's it's the one that I always talk about in my intuitive eating presentations where, you know, do you eat because of emotion, whether it's sadness, boredom, stress, a lot of us do. And when we're when we're teaching our kids, oh, if you're bored or if you're angry or if you're needy or whiny here, just have this. It's not a good message in my in my opinion, but it is so easy to do that. And I've seen other people do it. I've done it before. I think this is just a good gentle reminder then like to figure out some other coping strategies other than food, because I do think that kind of sticks with you as you age when, when you get used to that, you know? So yeah, even, yeah, it it, it could be anything, you know, you could, you can make the same argument with some thumb sucking or pacifier. There's a reason why we don't want our kids to do that. Always need to find other coping mechanisms to soothe, right? Eventually. Yeah. Just something to be mindful of. Yeah, it's it's probably hard to to dodge it all together, but just mindfulness around that. Uh, I, I think my tips, I guess, around snacking would be what I've realized is I wait for my kids to tell me they're hungry because they will ask for food. <laughs> Babies cry. Kids will t- will find a way. I mean, they know where snacks are in the home. You know, kids will communicate if they're hungry, and if they're not asking, they're they probably don't need a snack. So I would. Just like intuitive eating practices, I wouldn't say, "Oh, it's after nap time; it's time for a snack." Um, perhaps in in younger, you know, less communicative, you know, ages, that would be the case. But I do I do not ever offer a snack because I know my kids will ask. That said, if they've made it pretty close to the next meal time, and I've noticed, like my kids eat a, a healthy lunch, and so depending on what time we have dinner, if there's less than thirty minutes until meal time. I'm unlikely, or even a meal, an hour sometimes, I'm unlikely to provide a snack. 
but I may offer a portion of whatever I'm going to serve for that next meal or try to bump up the meal time accordingly uh, because they're they are hungry and I I, I don't want that to <laughs> um, be a, a negative you know connotation with with food being withheld or anything like that but just some structure around around that so I, I wait for the ask and don't assume based on the clock that they're hungry more some meals are more filling than others. If they have pancakes for breakfast, they're probably going to be hungry mid-morning. If they sit down to scrambled eggs and sausage for breakfast, they probably won't be hungry two hours later. It's, you know, it's it just really depends on on what that food was and how much of it they ate. Um and in just like yourself, you know, with snacks, more often than not, I do offer a snack that contains a fruit or a vegetable. And generally that's in addition to something that they want <laughs> a, a little bit more, say goldfish crackers or, you know, veggie straws, something it's always processed. What they want is processed, at least mm-hmm. for my kids. Um, and I generally say if they want additional of the snacky stuff, I'll first ask that they eat additional of whatever fruit or vegetable. And not and not a lot. Like, please have one more or two more slices of cucumber and I'd be happy to get you some more goldfish crackers. You know, something along, along those lines. But just mm-hmm. to kind of create the conversation around balance. Um, we know everybody likes the snacky stuff. Uh, st- me too, at least. I would choose, uh, you know, chips before cucumber slices. But I think that's what makes me human. Um, and I would say to just like avoiding a free for all, um, in my house, at least like it's a conversation if they're going to, you know, grab for something, it's not a help yourself to whatever food you want at any time. So trying to put some, you know, gatekeeping around that, you know, they're the decision makers on how much they eat, but just that, you know, as parents, we remain a bit more in control. Does that sit okay with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, and I actually, it reminded me of when you guys were over, you, your whole family was over at our house last year. Remember this? And they were so immersed in play that I was thinking to myself, they haven't eaten for a few hours. They've got to be hungry, even though they didn't say anything, but they were just so involved with each other playing. I just knew they were hungry. So I think there are some times when it might be a good idea to remind your kids, hey, are you, you know, or ask them, are, you know, are, are you hungry or do you want a snack? Because especially when they're so involved in play, they'll only say yes if they actually want food because they're busy. They don't want to stop and eat. Unless they are actually hungry, they're not going to stop and eat. Yep. Um, so I put out that nosh tray <laughs> and they literally, they were like vultures and they it was, just... <laughs> it was embarrassing. I was like, whoa, where to go? Like, yeah, never so they seen were, food before. <laughs> and they didn't ask for it. I just put it out. But when they saw it, they all went straight for it. I yeah. knew they were hungry. I mean, it had been several hours mm-hmm. since they ate. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, generally speaking, I would say I agree. I wait till they ask. But sometimes I just, I think to myself, you know, I'm hungry already again. Most likely they are too. Mm-hmm. So that's cute. Uh, okay. So shifting towards today's topic of granola bars specifically, do you purchase them for home? And if so, which ones? Yeah. Nick is always a big purchaser of, that's not a word, of the Nutrigrain bar, uh-huh. so the soft bar. And and I'm okay with that. What's fine. I'm not a huge Nutrigrain fan for a variety of reasons. Uh, the ones that I like and the kids like a lot are the Z bars. They especially like the ones that are the brownie flavored Z bars, basically purely chocolate. And then the kind granola bar, which I know we're trying today. Those are the big ones that are almost always in our house. Uh, other than that, I like, I'm a big protein bar. Um, I know we talked about on their last one that I like those think bars, those think protein bars, but yeah, I'm also all about the, the Z bars and the kind granola bars too. Well, I'll get into my, my opinion on the kind granola bar, but yeah, the Z bars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We don't, we don't purchase many either. Um, some of them, 
we are somewhat new to Costco. So some of these today are available at Costco that are are new to me that I am a fan of. And they might kind of be snack slash granola bars, a little bit less on the granola bar side. Uh, but mm-hmm. for today's purposes, we just kind of aimed for like not a protein bar per se. Uh, but I tend to lean more towards something that's nut or a seed or fruit based, like a kind bar or a Lara bar. Um, probably heavier on the nuts than anything else because um, I just find them more satisfying. All right. And so in terms of just preferences, do you like something that's a bit more soft, like a Nutrigrain bar that you said, and I like those too, um, or something a bit more crunchy, like a Nature Valley, like a traditional Nature Valley, like the two granola like sheets, I guess you could call them. Uh-huh. I have a really funny story about that, which is totally inappropriate, but I won't, I won't tell it right now, but um, from high school. Um, I would say generally the softer ones is is my go-to. I like them both uh, depending on what kind it is as I'm looking at these options here in front of me. But if I had a choice, I would prefer a soft versus a, a crunchy. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think so too. At least, I don't know, like a good nature, like a, the Nature Valley ones though, like soaked in milk a little bit. Oh, it's not terrible. See, to make it softer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So softer. There you go. That's my answer. <laughs> so in terms of nutrition then, what three areas on the nutrition label are you going to look to assess on a granola bar if you look? Yeah. The truth is, well, I do look. I do look. Uh, but since I buy almost the same thing all the time, I, I don't even look at the label anymore. But remembering, looking back at when I first bought these bars, I generally look at sugar. Uh, I look, I, you know, I prefer less than 10 grams, but that really depends on the size of the bar, right? Like if it's a meal replacement, I mean, if it's more than 10 grams, whatever, but if it's just a little snack, I don't, I prefer less than 10 grams of sugar, even closer to seven or six. Uh, and then I also look for protein, a good amount of protein again, because I want it to fill me up. I, I want it to hold me over until my next meal. Uh, and I don't necessarily have a number there, uh, but you know, more than three grams, I think is what I, I'd might look for. I do also consider fiber, but I will tell you that these companies, they're smart. They know that we're looking for fiber and really the only way to get a good amount of fiber in these bars is by adding chicory root, which if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know, I hate chicory root. I'd rather have zero grams of fiber than chicory root. And, uh, and that's okay. I, as long as there's some whole grains in there, which oftentimes the bars are loaded with whole grains, but there might not be much fiber. That's okay. I'm still getting the nutritional benefits of the whole grain. It doesn't need to be loaded in fiber. I don't need, you know, six grams of fiber and lots of farts. <laughs> so sugar, protein, fiber, eh. But really I'm, I'm looking for the ingredient list to have some whole grains in it. If, if it's a true granola bar, you know, for the Z bars that I buy aren't really made with necessarily whole grains, I don't think, but, but I like them. They're tasty. They're not real high in sugar and there's some protein in there. So yeah. Ooh, the Z bars with the, the peanut butter filling too. Is it Z bars? I'm pretty sure it is. Are really, really tasty. So Z bars are made by Cliff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely look at sugar. Uh, I do look at fiber and I, just because it's easy, I can kind of predict on a gr- true granola bar, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of protein. And I mean, fat seems pretty consistent. So I guess at a glance, I look at calories because for me personally, a snack, especially for a kid, isn't going to be 250 calories in a bar. Um, and that's on the higher end. But I guess at a glance, that just kind of tells me if it's high in carbs, if, if it's high in fat, kind of a 
if it's airing more, I don't know, just if it's if it's a true snack. I personally, you know, I'm conscious of my weight, so I don't want something that's a bazillion calories. I know that's uh, not consistent for you, Gina, but I think that's just my lazy tactic of looking at something to tell if it's a, a lighter snack or a heavier snack. And I kind of I, I like both for different reasons. Um, something that's higher in calories is going to keep me more full. And I may want that in certain instances. And then there's other times that I keep something we'll have. Actually, I think the first one we're going to try is like the tiniest little bar ever. I would never give that to my kid and expect that <laughs> to keep them full. Um, so I think it just depends on what I'm looking for. But, you know, I think they all have their place. Uh, but I like to see three grams or more of fiber, which is kind of hard to do. I'm I'm down with chicory root. I don't I don't get the toots. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, whole sources is is great or, or you know not added. Um, and then I would say seven grams of sugar or less. So yeah, so we've got I, eight. I want to say though, oh, yeah, there is nothing wrong with looking at calories and being mindful of your weight, Nicole. I want you to know that I do not <laughs> judge you or think about you any differently or anyone listening to this podcast. I don't do that. It doesn't mean I know what's best. It's not best for me, and and that is might not be best for you, and that's totally fine. So just. It, in its that. most simple form, calories are fat, protein, and carbohydrates multiplied by the number of calories per gram in their micronutrient categories and added up. So for me, like glancing calories is kind of, it tells me more like I'm a dietitian. I kind of know if it's going to be high in fat or high in carbs or high in protein. Like I, I can do the simple like calculation enough from just glancing at calories versus the three. It's my lazy way in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And uh, there's no totaling of anything. There's no logging, counting, tracking. Yeah. I am divorced from that hard. forever and ever. Not, not interested, not going there. All right. We got eight different bars to try and mm -hmm. you had Paige try these ahead of time. Yes. I actually had both my girls try them ahead of time and I did rearrange the order a little bit here okay. based, based on, I, um, I, I think I saved the best for last. Um, in my <laughs> but I think we would agree, by the way. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so you got to hang on for the end here. Well, let's start then in the kind bars and kind bars have really boomed in the market and I'm a fan. Like, I think they have a lot of good things going on. So the first one we're going to try. And so what I did was I, I bought all these and then shipped them off to Gina um, so that we are trying the exact same ones. And so if you hear crunching, it's because we're actually doing this. And all right. We're so starting this, with a thin. The, yes. It's called a kind thins. The flavor is caramel nuts and sea salt with peanuts. And this is the bar I was talking about that would never keep anybody full. But it's 100 calories. So it's teeny, teeny, tiny. The weight on it for if this two means. Two bites. It, <laughs> yeah. Like two big ones, but mm -hmm. two bites. Uh, seven grams of fat. So it's got some fat in there, uh, which is nice for satiety. It's only got a gram and a half of saturated all of these today, I think sodium is almost like not worth talking about because I will give some mad props to the granola bar industry here. They have really kept the sodium in check with everything. Mm -hmm. It is really nice to see. Uh, and then 10 grams of carb, two grams of fiber, four grams of sugar, and two grams of protein. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that I, I'm surprised that there's seven grams of fat in this mm -hmm. tiny little thing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, also very, very little protein. Uh, nice sugar number, but I mean, it, again, it's tiny. I wouldn't expect more than four grams of sugar. And of course, there's two grams of fiber in this small little two-bite bar, but there's also chicory root, so I would never buy this. Uh, <laughs> that being said, if there if there wasn't chicory root in it, 
I might. It are we are we going to give our our score here? Absolutely. Okay, so this is one out of five. By the way, I don't know if you already said that, but five being the best, obviously one being the oh, most disgusting not. thing. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I would agree with your girls. Wait, one being the best a- or five being the best? Five being the best. Okay. Right? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I think that I would give this a three. Uh, Paige gave it a two. She did not like it at all, but she also gave some less numbers to some others. But so this was a two. So I guess average for her, uh, but I, I would give it a three. It's good. I don't like the chicory root. It's tiny. It would keep me full for maybe 30 minutes. <laughs> me, I don't know. Almonds and peanuts are the top two ingredients. And then third is tapioca syrup. Based on the fact that there's only four grams of sugar, it can't be much tapioca syrup. Right. And then the well, after I mean, that it's is tiny, though. I mean, sugar. Sure. Ratio. Yeah. Tapioca syrup sounds so healthy and, you know, natural, but it is essentially just syrup. It's sugar, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know. We're not going to put the sugar in here. We're going to put tapioca syrup. (laughs) Yeah. I gave it a three as well. I think it's good. This to me would be like a keep it in my desk. And if I just needed to take the edge off, you know, heading out of the office and I'm just, you know, I'm going into my workout. I just need something quick and easy that, but I don't want something heavy on my stomach. I think this is perfect. Yeah. I think it's solid. Agreed. Uh, Cool. All right. The next one is the kind dark chocolate cherry square. So, uh, it comes in a much more square package. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit bigger. Actually, like okay, twice I as big. I don't have this one. Just so you know, I have the kind healthy grains, yeah, dark it. chocolate chunk. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just can't type. Oh. That's it. Okay. That's the one. <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> uh, it's a black and red package. Mm-hmm. And okay, we've got 150 calories, five grams of fat a gram and a half of saturated fat, really low in sodium again, 23 grams of carb, two grams of fiber, which I think is oddly low for this, eight grams of oh, sugar, no two grams of protein. Root. So you, okay, you like that. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I buy these is because there's no chicory root in it. That being said, I think I've gone overboard on these things because I, I just don't like them. I think I went through a phase where I ate these all the time and I'm just sick of them. Uh, to me, they're just not, they're not desirable. I give them a two. And this was one of Paige's favorites, by the My way. My kids too. Okay. <laughs> which I was happy to see because as you said, there's eight grams of sugar, which truthfully, I mean, I think that's pretty good for a, for a granola bar. It's not, I mean, it's under the 10 grams, which is my, I don't know, cutoff, I guess. Uh, and it's a good size bar. Um, I don't know. They really, she really liked it. She actually said, I give it a five, no, a 10. Oh yeah. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that you can visibly see chocolate chunks? Cause my kids mentioned that as we got down our, our list here, they were like, oh, I don't like this one as well. I don't see any chocolate. That was the exact comment. But Which do you actually see visible chunks of chocolate in this bar? I barely, barely see that. Cause oh, yeah, for, like- her, for Paige, it was not. I, the one that I have, it probably depends on the batch, right? The one that I have, you can see maybe one chocolate chunk. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not crazy, but through the little cellophane window, you can definitely see a chocolate chunk. Mm-hmm. I think it's solid. To me, it's a little bit high in carb for what it is. And the sugar, I don't know. I do agree. 23 grams for this is 
I mean, it is mainly just carbs. It's mainly grains. Yeah, it's a big it's oat. giant. Yeah. yeah. Oats and then tapioca syrup and then cane sugar mm-hmm. are the top three ingredients. And then chocolate. And um, then chocolate, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, it's okay. Yeah, I'm throwing it off with a two. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, to me, it's a little bit low in fiber and protein. I would like to see a little bit more there, but okay. I'm a fan. All right. Moving away from kind, next up is the Nature Valley. So number one seller, granola bar brand. This one is a biscuit with almond butter. And I find these at Costco. I had never had them before, but it says Nature Valley biscuits with almond butter on the front. And it's got 190 calories, nine grams of fat, two two grams of which is saturated, um, 140 milligrams of sodium, 24 grams of carb, three grams of fiber, 11 grams of sugar, and three grams of protein. What are your thoughts? I think it is delicious. And I think it's there's no coincidence that I love this. And it's one of the higher in sodium with 140 and one of the higher in sugar. So you've got your salty sweet combination. And it's just so good. Do you taste the cinnamon? Yes. I think it, that's it what I like. It's like a graham cracker to me. Oh, it is really good. It's it's like a cinnamon, yeah, biscuit, <laughs> like um, with the almond <laughs> butter in there. So I, I do like the higher fat. Um, yeah, the sugar is a little bit higher than I'd like, but it's it's going to provide a bit more satiety, I would say. Um, and the three grams of fiber, I'm impressed with that because, again, no chicory root. They packed a lot of fiber in there for for what it is. I mean, I wouldn't have guessed three grams of fiber and three grams of protein. It's yeah. not like almond butter has that much protein in it. And there's not that much almond butter. There's probably like a teaspoon of almond butter in this thing. That'd be it, my guess. It is sweet. I think they could decrease the sugar by like 10% Nature Valley, if you're listening, and it would still be just as good. I think I agree with that. It's almost a little bit too much or even, you know, I agree with that. It could be less sweet. I mean, I still love it. But it could totally. be less sweet, and I'd probably still like it. So you give I would this give a it, five? I'm also going to give it a five. Okay. And, and Paige also gave it a five. Okay. Yeah. My she kids, loved this. My kids liked it, too. And it's we so funny things, because when I offered this as, like, just whatever, offered this as a something someday, Shay told me she didn't like it. Oh, really? And <laughs> then today we're doing this taste test. She's like, mmm, mmm, this is a five for sure if I'm like <laughs> dude three weeks ago when I bought this giant you know palette from Costco of these things you told me you didn't like it you little turd typical um, typical so today we love it it's a five um but regardless I will eat these and love them so cool we are in agreement so nature valley biscuits with almond butter love them all right our next nature valley um we've got we're saving one of them for the end, though. Uh, okay, so Nature Valley Sweet and Salty Nut Peanut. Salty Nut Peanut. Um, the, oh, the flavor is peanut, but it's, it's the Sweet and Salty Nut kind of bar. 170 calories, 8 grams of fat, 2.5 grams of saturated fat, 140 milligrams of sodium, 20 grams of carb, 2 grams of fiber, 7 grams of sugar, 4 grams of protein. What are your thoughts? I also really like this. Uh, I have had these before. So this is not my first time trying them. Uh, Paige gave these a five and said, mmm, crunchy. So that's nice. <laughs> I I think that the stats are good. I 
I think everything on there looks, I mean, only two grams of fiber, but again, that does not bother me. It's better than zero. Only seven grams of sugar and four grams of protein. I mean, that's better than the actual the, the last bar. Yeah. Hmm? Have you ever had a payday candy bar? It kind of tastes like that, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. With the whole peanuts in there. I'm a fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they have other ones too. What are the other? Do they have almond too? Ooh. You know, this is this do. seems to be the one I find the most. Um mm-hmm. but this so so like you said, this is the highest in protein thus far and the second lowest in sugar. Yeah. I'm and I like that, that it's got fat. Mm-hmm. A decent amount of fat. I, I like it. I'm a I'm a fan of fat. It keeps me full. Oh yeah. Much more so than carbs. So I like I like that. I want the fiber, but I want the fat. <laughs> um fiber and fat. I give it a five. Yeah. We 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 were four slash five. Um, but I agree that one was good. It exceeded my expectations upon a further review in comparison to others. So that was nice. All right. Next up, we've got a cliff nut butter bar. And the flavor I got was coconut and almond butter. I'm not sure if this is really a um granola bar per se. The first ingredient is a nut butter blend. And then it goes into brown rice syrup and rolled oats. It does also have pea protein in it, which is interesting. But it's a little um, a little bit more towards the protein bar side of things, uh, more so than any of the others we'll try. So it's uh, 230 calories, 11 grams of fat, three and a half of which are saturated, 150 milligrams of sodium, 28 grams of carb, three grams of fiber, 10 grams of sugar, six grams of protein. So again, that this is now the highest one in protein by 50%. What are your thoughts? I don't like it. I liked it at first. I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. But again, it's like, oh my gosh, it reminds me. Okay, I'm not going to name the company, but a company reached out to us to try their protein bars. <laughs> and so, you know, we accepted the offer. They sent us each, you know, a full box of these protein bars. And I took a bite of it at first and it was, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty pleasant. And then as I kept chewing it, it was like garbage in my mouth. It was horrible. And also a main, a main ingredient in those bars was pea protein. Yep. That's what I'm getting with this bar. Yep. It was really good at first. And then as I kept chewing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could never eat this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to have to give it. Okay, I like the stats, of course, but it's also a higher calorie, more like a, I wouldn't want to call it a meal replacement, but almost like if you're not going to eat for a few hours, you need something substantial. It's more so than than the other bars. Those are more like snacky bars. These are a hefty snack, right? So of course, there's going to be more protein, more sugar, a little bit more fiber. So it all makes sense. So I think I'd still give it a two. Paige gave these a zero, maybe even a negative 10. Ooh. Yeah. Paige, she's going to be a food critic when she grows up. Oh, my gosh. She can taste everything. Yeah. But that's good. I totally pick up on the pea protein, too. It has almost a waxy, and there's a lingering, and it's not sweet. It's almost just like, I don't know what's going on. Horrible. Yeah, not a fan. But, Gina, I will tell you, those bars (laughs) that we were sent, that mm. you and I didn't love. Mm. I took them to work, just a little experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with predominantly dietitians. Yeah. And 
I just, they were like gone. And I started just walking the halls. I'm like, hey, did you try those bars? And they were like, yeah, they were really good. I'm like, really? Oh. Everyone oh liked them. Oh my gosh. They must all be on diets and <laughs> used to diet nasty food. I don't know. I'm just, they were I work with some pretty. I work with some pretty good dietitians. Oh, there okay, are other that dietitians. That sounds so judgmental. I would say none of them are, um, yeah, we don't have any like, restrictive eaters. No. Okay. I'm just thinking like if that was something that was palatable. I can't imagine anyone liking those, but Hey, maybe I'm being judgy now. I just, I mean, I gave it to quite a few people in my office too, including my mother-in-law when she came over to visit and she said it was disgusting. Um, so I, wow. Wow. Okay. You know what? I, I, I to each their own difference. Uh, I different guess stuff. maybe it's just the pea protein. I don't, I don't like it. Perhaps that's, <laughs> You know, like with Splenda or things like that, where some people, it it doesn't, it's not offensive to them, that flavor, but others, they have got this gene or something where I they can just person. taste the most bitter. Okay. Maybe it's similar to that. I can handle Splenda. Other people cannot. So perhaps with me, like with you, pea protein, I just cannot do it. And I would choose aspartame can. ahead of sucralose. Oh God. Oh. Yes. That's how Wait. offensive Splenda is to me. All right. But perhaps it's I, for the just record, I everyone... would choose neither. I hate them both. Yeah. yeah. But if I was going to choose one, yeah. All right. Maybe that's what it is. The pea protein is just throwing us off and other people just aren't offended by it. So right, okay. let's, get, let's get something delicious in our mouths here. Um, so this is this is a a common one uh, right up there with Chewy Bar. It's the Sun Belt uh, bakery version of kind of the traditional Chewy. So it's the good old chocolate chip Chewy granola bar. 140 calories, five grams of fat, three of, of which are saturated, only 50 milligrams of sodium, 21 grams of carb, only one gram of fiber, nine grams of sugar, two grams of protein. So I wouldn't say we're winning any like nutritional, um, you know, awards here, but how are we doing on taste? I think it's interesting that they also have eggs and dairy in this, which I guess the dairy comes from the chocolate, but the eggs. I wonder if they put that in there as a binder or for, for protein. I'm not really sure. I actually think it's pretty good. I, I will a say a binder. I, I do think I got a bit a very chocolatey bite. So I'm really mainly only tasting chocolate. There does seem to be quite a few chocolate chips in this bar, though. Almost like you can't get a bite without chocolate. It does have um, sorbitol in here, which is interesting. That is interesting. And carrageenan. Kara- Carrageenan, carrageenan. Mm-hmm. That stuff. Yeah. Um, it's not my favorite. Paige gave this a four. Mm-hmm. I think I might actually, well, let's see. It tastes There's good. no redeeming nutritional qualities for this on this for me. There really aren't. It's very low in sodium. It's the low one of the lowest that we have on here. They're all low but, though. Eh. Lowish. Yeah. <laughs> I mm, I'm gonna mm, I would give it a three and a half, but I'm going to give it a three. In taste or? Both. Okay. Just all, everything, all the whole story. The whole story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair, fair, fair. I yeah. think it's good. I mean, to me, it's just like it borders on like kind of junky. Yeah. I, that's a bad, that's mean. I shouldn't say that. It's, it's just lacking junky. nutritional merits. Yes. You didn't mean it junky. It's not. It's more, I might as well eat a dessert when I'm eating this. I, I'd rather have a cookie. Yeah, exactly. I'll right? take an Oreo. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. We'll eat cookies for snacks, but 
yeah, if when I eat, I wouldn't buy this for, uh, you know, to add a little, you know, I, I think of snacks as a good way to kind of fill in the nutrition, nutritional gaps that you might have throughout your day. This isn't doing anything. This is essentially eating a cookie, which again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not filling any gaps for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. The next one, uh, second to last here was new to me. It's made good granola bar. And the, the, uh, what do we want to call that? The flavor is chocolate banana. Again, this is a little, a cutie little one. It is bigger than the kind thin, but it's only a hundred calories, three grams of fat, half of which is saturated, 10 milligrams of sodium, 17 grams of carb, one gram of fiber, six grams of sugar, two grams of protein. I guess in looking at it, it just looks like straight up oats with some type. It almost looks like it was oats stuck together with like molasses. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like it would be more than one gram of protein. I'm sorry, one gram of fiber to me. Okay. This is interesting. Okay. A couple things. Banana. First, it tastes like banana. That's all I taste is banana. Um, is that good or also, bad? Also, I love how they have vegetable extracts. This is why this is why parents are love this for their for their kids. It's got vegetable extracts of spinach, broccoli, carrots, tomatoes, beets, and shiitake mushrooms. Do you actually know how much of that you're actually getting in each one of these bars? It might be like eating a piece of spinach, okay? So if that's worth it to you, go for it. And here's why I say that because I, when I showed this to Paige, you know the first thing she said to me was, Ew. "All my friends pack this in their bag for snack." Oh, all the moms and dads are buying this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's made good. It must be good for them. I don't know what the box says, but it's interesting that they don't super promote um all the veggie and stuff. I think what may be of interest for like moms, dads, people with kids in schools is that it says right on the front dedicated facility for facility free from the following com- sorry ripped right in the middle of it so there's no yeah. peanut tree nut dairy eggs wheat or gluten soy sesame or fish or self shellfish so this is extremely allergen friendly true and you're and you're probably exactly right i should take back what i said i think part of it is because they think it's good for them their kids but i think generally what you just said actually makes more sense this is free of all the allergens. So you can just throw it in your kid's lunch or snack box. you pointed that out about the vegetables. I didn't even see that. I mean, it's the very last thing. (laughs) It is. Shiitake mushrooms. Like what? I, yeah. I mean, I like shiitake mushrooms, but I don't want it blended with my banana. I'm not picking up any flavors of it either, which. Not at all. Oh, interesting. Interesting. They also, oh, wow. Here's something else. If you look at the nutrients at the bottom, they also it also has 20%. Oh, interesting. 20% of the daily value of vitamin D, which, okay, do mushrooms have vitamin D? I feel like they do. I believe I, they do. So perhaps I should take back what I said. I mean, what else in this bar has vitamin D other than mushrooms? I, I can't even imagine where else the vitamin D would be coming from unless they added vitamin D, but that would be listed on the ingredient list. So that's very interesting to me. And then also vitamin E, which is an antioxidant, 20% and 20% B6 and 20% vitamin A. So maybe maybe there's more vegetable in here than I thought, but I just can't imagine how that's possible. But oh, Okay, so, well, not super credible, but there is... 
<laughs> some supplement that popped up upon my immediate, you know, just my initial search that says mushroom D2, organic vitamin D2. Yeah, um, see, there are, there is vitamin D in certain mushrooms. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. So nutritionally, I'm, it's low in sugar. Mm-hmm. It's not high in fiber, but it's super low in fat. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a whole grain. I mean, oats is the first ingredient. So despite it not having the fiber in there, um, I love that it's the allergen friendly stuff. I would definitely send this to school with my kid. I would too if Paige hadn't given given it a zero. Oh yeah, but uh, about she did zero. not like it. What do you think taste wise? I mean, for a hundred calories, I I would eat this over the kind thin bar personally. Hmm. Um. It's not my favorite taste wise. I'd probably give it a three. Okay. That's what we gave it to. Um, but I will say if this was the first one we had tasted, I bet I would have liked it more. You think? Yeah. Maybe. If you it's like so banana. Oh, I yeah. like banana. Okay. I I like banana too. There but has to be other flavors though. I don't like artificial banana. Right. Good Although old banana laffy taffies. Mm. Oh God. Do you like that? Oh, I love it. Yes. You're the only one. <laughs> no. 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 Mark likes banana laffy taffy. Okay. You okay, go, Mark. I, I there's chocolate drizzled uh versions of these bars, uh cookies and cream, chocolate chip crispy squares, I believe that says. So there's other, and they are available on Amazon, of course. Um, okay. Just my initial search says. Um, not cheap. It's not, not cheap. offensive. I, okay. Okay, cool. An option. An option, parents. An option. Okay. Last, but certainly not least, Nature Valley Wafer Peanut Butter Chocolate. Um, peanut Butter Chocolate Bars is the, they're called, yeah, Nature Valley Crispy Creamy Wafer Bar. And it looks like a dessert. First of all, I have a mild obsession with all things wafer. If I were to choose a dessert, it would be like brownies and then wafer. Keep your ice cream. Don't eat it. Like I love wafer anything. So this is just straight up my kind of food. What about you? Oh my gosh, I'm with you. This is freaking good. It is like a dessert. It really is. And I'm not saying necessarily nutritionally, but I could eat that. I would never say to someone, eat fruit for dessert or eat a granola bar for dessert because I love dessert. I would eat this for dessert. I do eat this for dessert. (laughs) So it's 200 calories, 12 grams of fat, five of which is saturated, 120 milligrams of sodium, 18 grams of carb, which I think is remarkable considering its size and taste. I don't believe it. Three grams of fiber. I am not misspeaking, am I? And then eight grams of sugar, which how? Only eight grams of sugar and then five grams of protein. It's basically like dessert with a nutritional edge. It is unbelievably good. Oh my God. My coworker told me about these and she has a son that she's, she's working on. And, you know, as a dietitian mom, it, it just like about kills us when our kids are like, we like sausage and chocolate. Like those are his favorite foods. I just, I, and she's like, oh, what am I doing wrong? I'm like, you're doing nothing wrong. He loves all the good stuff. There's, there's nothing wrong. He's, he's right. human, uh, but he loves these. And she's mm. like, I feel like it's the only way I get anything like remotely good in him. She's so funny. Um, but she was the one who turned me on to these. And my kids were downstairs just ooing and eyeing. I was like, dad's coming home with donuts. Like, don't, you know, if you want to have donuts after this taste <laughs> test, I'm like, don't fill up on this. They're like, we love it. We would rather have this than donut. I was like, whoa, what oh, did you just wow. say? Yes. <laughs> okay. Paige gave it 10,000. 10,000. <laughs> See? Yeah. 
<laughs> so these were a winner. You're like sure. still bunching over there, aren't you? Um, yeah. I didn't eat breakfast. I'm, I saved. I don't. I saved room for all these. Oh my gosh! I wanted to be hungry when I ate these. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And this bar is so good. It is so good. Okay, so if you were to give one, choose one for taste and one for nutrition, which would be which would be win in each category? I would have to say this one wins for both. Mm, okay. This last one, the wafer. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Nature Valley. Yeah. Hmm. Good job, Nature Valley. Yeah. I. Totally. Mm-hmm. Taste for what sure for me. Yeah, I'm struggling with the nutrition one a little bit. Um, I am a little impressed with the made good, but I just don't think they're as crave worthy. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of the Nature Valley biscuits with almond butter. Yeah, those are good too. They're a little high in sugar. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this one for both. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. looking at it, it is impressive. Yeah. Oh. I might be with you. I might be. A, it sad. might be a double down on Nature Valley wafer peanut butter. I'm sad you only sent me one. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. I love it. All right. That was fun. We haven't done a taste test in a while. I know they're not as fun for our guests. And well, now that I'm saying this, of course, my, mo- my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law had recommended next time you do a taste test, tell people what you're going to taste. And then they can do it along with you. Yeah. Um. Maybe I should post it on our on our Instagram since it's, we're not posting the show till next week. You totally should post all these on there, and then they can right. do the taste test with their kids and yeah, while listening to the show for sure. Okay. After we do our intro about the <clears throat> inappropriate Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, I have to put the e the explicit content on this episode. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. All right, Gina. Mom, win favorite new product or recipe. Yeah. So Nick and I went to a restaurant not too long ago and we ordered the bruschetta because it was recommended. I'm not really a huge, I don't, I don't know. I don't think of what's your favorite food. Bruschetta never comes to mind. Okay. <laughs> it just doesn't. Um, and it was so good. I don't even, don't even ask me. It was mozzarella cheese, tomato, a little drizzle of olive oil. I don't know, but I wanted to recreate something like that. We found this recipe. We got some crispy, just some crispy bread. I think actually we got crispy French bread that was in like a long, you know, log type shape that you could just slice and then toast. And then we made whipped feta, three ounces of whipped cream cheese and eight ounces of feta. Put that in the in a blender or a food processor. And then cr- crispy bread. So we crisped the bread, spread this feta, uh, whipped feta on top, and then topped it with some fire roasted tomatoes and a little drizzle of olive oil. Oh gosh. It was so good. I was going to eat it bef- like as a appetizer for the dinner I was making that night, but I ended up actually eating that for dinner. It was just mm. that tasty. I, I could not stop. So good. if you're looking for a, an appetizer or even just a quick meal, I don't know how you could add, make that a little bit more, I don't know, with a side of vegetable or something. I would, I would highly recommend that. Very tasty. Uh, um, protein, like a, some salmon or fish or oh yeah some yeah. some sautéed I don't know or grilled shrimp I don't know sounds delicious mm-hmm. yeah I could definitely make oh. a meal out of that um mine is super basic but I realized <laughs> so my best friend was like she called it something I think she called it RBC chicken and I was like what are you talking about and she's like red bag chicken I'm like uh again what are you talking about and she's like the famous Aldi chicken I'm like I don't know what you're talking about and she she sends me this 
picture of the red bag of chicken breasts that we always get. Like they're breaded and you bake them from Aldi. Mm -hmm. I did not realize that these are like an internet sensation. They have a Facebook fan group that's 15,000 plus strong. And I, we are now on this like mission to see how many different ways we can use these. But my, my new favorite. So some people say on a, like a brioche bun with, I don't know, whatever, um, like pickles and whatever else, uh, Chick-fil-A uses that you can recreate like a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A at home. And then one of our favorites is to turn it into like a lazy chicken Parmesan. So bake it, throw some marinara sauce on top after the baking and then some, and then cheese and just broil it serve it over pasta, but we're just, I'm and the nutrition stats are really good and the price point is right. So Aldi red bag chicken, the brand is actually Kirkwood, but in some places of the U S it's so popular that it's like hard to find. So it's almost, there's a bit of a hunt for it. Um, Southwest Michigan has not yet discovered its, um, amazingness. So, um, yeah, don't be going Isn't for my Kirkwood red bag. Chicken. One of the Aldi brands. It is from Aldi. Are you, but I mean, are you, isn't it, isn't that one of their brand brands? You know, when you say the brand yeah. is Kirkwood. Okay. I'm just, I'm just m- making sure that. What is the Costco brand though? Isn't it? Oh, it's Kirkland. Yeah. Are, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Oh, Kirkland. That's yep, what I was confused. You're right. But it is Kirkwood. I looked it okay. up. Okay. And I can link it in the show notes, but it's, it's just funny. I did not realize that people didn't realize that this <laughs> product was out there. Have you ever had it? <laughs> no, I don't ever shop. I don't, I rarely shop at Aldi. Would you ever buy like a breaded chicken breast that you would repurpose at home? Yes. You should make a trip to Aldi. Okay. We just got a new one, so perhaps I should. You, did. you guys get everything. <laughs> it would have been better if it was Trader Joe's, in my opinion. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. So coming up on March 27th, we'll be dishing out another self-care episode on the importance of nourishment during stressful times. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. And if you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. Until next time, everyone, be well. And Nicole, we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.